0: It's time for Motorsports The Show, episode number three this week. There were a lot of races that happened at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. For the first time ever, an IndyCar NASCAR doubleheader happening on the same day at the same track. With the road course for IndyCar and then the Xfinity Series road course race as well. Both races were very entertaining that Saturday evening. Well, it started in around noon, ended around the night. It was a pretty fun day of racing Saturday. Same with Sunday with the Cup Series race at the Big Machine Vodka 400. We're going to talk about all of that and more on this week's edition of Motorsports, the show. Have you heard of Anchor? It is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free way to make a podcast. You don't have to pay. You can edit the podcast on your phone or computer. Anchor distributes your podcast to many places, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can make money from your podcast with barely any listens. You can download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. It was an amazing week at the Motor Speedway with the Penzoil 150 and Big Machine Valka 400 for NASCAR and the GMR Grand Prix for IndyCar. We begin first with the road course IndyCar race. Quick history lesson about the Motor Speedway's road course. It was built in around the early 2000s to host Formula One races for the Circus of the Americas. And then IndyCars raced on that track in 2014 for the very first time. Very fun race there. Uh, One of the worst races in racing history happened at the road course for the Speedway. There was some problem with the tires. I don't know what it was. Well, the tires, lots of them popped. And then the cars weren't able to compete. So there were only like about five or six cars that actually pulled up to the race. It was a horrible race. Fans hated it. They threw crap on the track. Uh, They had to like bring police in there because they feared for a riot. Because, as we know, race fans get very angry. I've been part of that before. Not that violent, but I do know race fans get angry sometimes. But enough about history. Let's go to the GMR Grand Prix. The 80-lap race was won by Scott Dixon. Scott with his second win of the year. Second win in a row, by the way. Now, Scott Dixon winning once again in dominant fashion. Again, last time winning about, I like, about 11 seconds. This time winning by about 20 seconds over second place Graham Hall and third place Simon Pagano Scott, he led a total of 26 laps, which you th- might think is the most. That wasn't true. Will Power led the most laps with 28 total laps led. The pole sitter was Will Power. Well, he had a horrible pit stop causing him to get a penalty and finish twentieth. He was he it was just horrible. That was like not good. That was shocking. You don't usually see that with the Team Penske crew. It was a rough it was rough for Team Penske pit crews. We'll get to that later. Well, with that Willpower finishes twentieth. My prediction to win was Willpower, and I also predicted Max Chilton would get in third place. Max Chilton got in sixteenth place. So bad at predictions. I got all my predictions on Twitter wrong. We'll talk about all those later. There was one yellow and ten lead changes at the race. It was hot there, by the way. It was like ninety-seven, and it's the third hottest brickyard race that Sunday. With the big machine hand sanitizer 400, not big machine vodka, because they've become a hand sanitizer maker. Because, like, alcohol is just like mix. If you mix alcohol differently, it becomes like hand sanitizer. I don't really understand this, but there's your uh, brewing history. You're welcome, Boston, because the brewers, that was dumb. One yellow 10 lead changes for the GMR Grand Prix. That same day, they had the Penn Toil 150. It was a 62-lap race on the road course. The first time NASCAR has raced on the road course at Indy. Fans liked it so much, there's going to be another road course race and another famous track. We'll get to that later. Well, anyway, 62-lap race won by Hoosier Chase Briscoe, leading a total of 30 laps, which was the most. Briscoe also won stage number two. Austin Cindric was the winner of stage number one. This was Chase's fifth win of the year, and to celebrate, Chase climbed up the fence like Tony. Excuse me, Tony Stewart did when he won the 400 years ago. Now, Tony Stewart was not the first driver who has climbed on the fence. He was, however, the first NASCAR driver to do that. So we had to s- differentiate their history there. The first driver to do that, Helio Castroneves. That's how he got the nickname Spider-Man when he won his first Indy 500. And in I think 2001, I could be wrong. It was a bit of a while ago, and I can't remember. I'm sorry. Well, just like Tony Stewart did, like said, Chase climbed up the fence. That was cool. The Big Machine Hand Sanctuary 400 winner also climbed the fence. We'll tell you who that was right now. Well, the race started with a lightning delay for almost an hour. So again, uh, once again, another weather delay. I think they've had like nine total weather delays in like 15 races. So not very good. I didn't enjoy it. Lap 16, there was a crash at Pitt Road, ending the race for Corey LaJoy. A.J. Almondigger driving 48 for Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson tested positive for the coronavirus and was not able to compete at the race. Now, he did it because his wife tested positive, so he tested himself. So he didn't even get to the motor speedway. He wasn't happy. Uh, he will be racing at Kentucky this Sunday, however. So just A.J. Almondigger drove the 48 for Jimmy Johnson. He was involved in that crash at Pit Road. It was a crazy crash at Pit Road. There was also Justin Allgaier, Martin Truex Jr., Ryan Priest, and Brennan Poole being involved. Ryan Blaney's crew member, Zach Price, was pinched between two cars, which was a scary situation. I remember a couple years ago, like Casey Kane had three of his guys hit by a car... At pit roads, so it's kind of a violent pit road because it's so narrow compared to other pit roads. It's just you don't realize this when you watch IndyCar because, well, IndyCars are smaller and more lightweight, so they aren't as bulky or they can stop a bit faster, I guess. Anyway, Zach Price pinched between two cars. He was okay, he left the hospital about two years later and was okay. Ryan Blaney and Christopher Bell were also involved in the whole pit road incident. They couldn't really come back to normal speed. So they had to be black flagged for both of them. So that was rare. You don't really see black flags that much. All of this whole incident caused a red flag. It was, a, uh, it was crazy. If you blinked, you missed it. And that's what happened. I, I, Turned away for like five seconds. I don't remember why. And then I look and, oh, all of Pit Roads crashed. So I was a bit sad that I missed that. Luckily, there's things called replays. Anyway, moving on. Willie Byron winning stage number one. And Kevin Harvick won stage number two. Someone who was doing great all night long was Denny Hamlin. Well, with seven to go, Denny Hamlin hits the wall, eliminating him from winning after a tire issue, a tire popped, causing him to fly into the wall and eliminating him from the race. There was an overtime, which meant that there was like a yellow flag still on with like five to go. So then they made us go into overtime and then there were two laps on green. So it went green then white, then checkered. Well, your overtime winner was Kevin Harvick, the winner of stage number two. And Kevin getting his 53rd win total, his third Brickyard win ever, and his fourth win of the year. So congrats to Kevin Harvick getting the victory there. He got the back-to-back win just like Kyle Bush did. I think Jeff Gordon might have had a back to too. I can't remember the stat. I, didn't, I should have written it down, but I didn't. I apologize. Kevin Harvick's been dominant this year, so has Denny Hamlin. It really is going to come down to Harvick, Hamlin, and Chase Elliott. At one point, there was the top three was Harvick, Hamlin, Elliott, and lots of people saying Three of those drivers are going to be in the final four of the points season. So those are going to be the final four for the uh, championship. And I agree with you guys. I really do that. All of them are doing great. I can't pick a winner yet, however. There were a lot of tire issues. I think there were like four or five cars that had their tires pop. And a fourth of the field was eliminated by crashing out. So you don't usually see a fourth of the field crashing out. Kevin Harvick leading 68 laps, which was the most out of the about over 100 laps. I think it was actually more close to 200. I can't remember. There were nine cautions, 11 lead changes. Well, we now are going to tell you some more races that are being added for the rest of the NASCAR regular season. Michigan International Speedway is starting the whole August races after New Hampshire with a back-to-back cup series race August 8th and 9th, an ARCA race that Sunday, the 9th, and a Friday NASCAR truck series race on the 7th. That Saturday will on August 8th, Road America are gonna be hosting a Xfinity series race. Here's what they should have done. They should have put like Arca at Road America and Xfinity at Michigan but I I'm not in charge of making these decisions. I just think it's weird when Xfinity is like at a whole different track. Daytona Road Course going to be hosting NASCAR races. I told you guys that road course very popular so the Daytona Road Course now going to be hosting all NASCAR races the weekend of August 14th through the 16th. There will be an Xfinity race on August 15th, the Saturday, a NASCAR truck series race on Saturday, the 16th, and an ARCA race on Friday, the 14th, and then finally a Cup Series race on August 16th. Now, you might be asking yourselves, wait, Daytona has a road course? Why how are they waiting now to race on there? Well, that road course was built for the Rolex 24 for, like, the weather check I- Isma cars. For the 24 hours of Daytona. Indianapolis was supposed to have a 24 hours of Indianapolis race. But I don't think that race is happening due to the coronavirus. I don't think really any of those 24 hour races are happening this year. Because so like 24 hours in one place is kind of difficult. It's 8 hours over 3 days. Well, on the same weekend as the Indianapolis 500. NASCAR going to be racing at the Dover... The Dover mile track. It's difficult. One of my favorite races to watch always was Dover. And I don't know why. It just always was one of my favorite. The Monster Mile. On August 21st, 1st, excuse me, that Friday night will be ARCA and the NASCAR Truck Series are going to be racing. Then the Xfinity and Cup Series races will be happening on August 22nd and 23rd. Two races for each. On over two days. That's cool. Something fell in the background. I apologize there. The final week of the regular season is going to be taking place at Daytona. And a Wide World Technology Speedway. In like, I think, Alabama. So, here we go. There's a Friday Xfinity Series race. And a Saturday Cup Series race at Daytona. And then an ARCA and a Na- NASTREC race taking place on August 30th at the Worldwide Technology Speedway. I believe also they're going to be having IndyCar racing that same day. Now, now, this was originally going to be where the Brickyard 400 was going to be taking place, but they switched the 4th of July weekend to Indianapolis Motor Speedway, which I'm okay with. And I think it's cool having the regular season start at Daytona and end at Daytona. Daytona always exciting and I believe it's a night race for daytona too and the daytona night races are always entertaining as well i remember there's one that like ended at four in the morning and then just like everyone sort of shifted into one area to get by the uh finish line because like it rained all day and everyone left really except for like a few hundred people here are our upcoming race, Road America, hosting a doubleheader with fans in the stands, by the way. Taking place at 5 p.m. on Saturday and 12 p.m. on Sunday. Races will be on the IndyCar Radio Network, as well as Series XM Channel 225, I believe. Saturday's race will be on NBCSN at 5. Sunday's race will be at noon on NBC. NASCAR. NASCAR are going to be having two Xfinity Series races. One was yesterday. And then there's going to be one today taking place at 8, which you probably won't hear. So there will have been two Xfinity races most likely when this podcast comes out. And then there will be a NASTruck, NASCAR truck series race on Saturday at 1 p.m. And then the Cup Series will race Sunday at 2.30 Eastern Standard Time with all four races taking place on FS1. Well, there you go. There's your Motorsports the Show. See you guys next week. Peace.